I'd like to take a moment to let you all know about a new nonprofit organization started by my brother Craig. It's called Treats and Truth. They fill oversized brown lunch bags with snack items, chips, crackers, popcorn, cookies, etc. Also, a bottle of water, toothbrush, toothpaste, sanitary wipes, and most importantly, a small gospel tract book of John. No cigar? I'll have to talk to him about that. The bags are then hand-delivered to the homeless and people in need in and around the Los Angeles area. Let's help get this ministry off the ground. They're a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, so any and all donations are tax-deductible and greatly appreciated. Visit their website at treatsandtruth.org. Check out the show notes for the link. Also, please follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. Welcome to episode 124 of the Burning Bush Podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope you're doing well, and I'm glad you've joined me. And today we're reading the New Testament book of Matthew, chapter 25, with commentary from the notes in the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible. And I'm smoking the La Herencia Cubana, Oscuro Fuerte, in the Toro 6.5 by 50 Vitola. And uh, La Herencia doesn't have a website as far as I can find. So uh, let's go on over to Cigars International and see what they have to say. Oscuro Fuerte is a bold expression from La Herencia Cubana. Unlike the medium-bodied LHC original, LHC Oscuro Fuerte is a rich, full-flavored morsel packed with aged, long-leaf lajeros from Nicaragua's top growing regions, Esteli, Condega, and Jalapa. Topping it off is the Crown Jewel, a dark and lovely Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper that completes the feisty recipe. Chewy, lip-smacking layers of crisp tobacco flavor smacks the palate, tamed only by refreshingly sweet undertones on the finish. The flavor is toasty and oaky, clinging to the palate with each puff and lingering long on the aftertaste. The strength hits you up front, then mellows ever so slightly, before gradually becoming stronger, resulting in a full-bodied, full-flavored crescendo. And the profile is full. Uh, Wrapper is Pennsylvania Broadleaf, and the fillers is Nicaraguan. The Vitolas are Bellicoso 5x56, Robusto 5.5x54, and the Toro 6.5x50. That is the La Herencia Cubana Oscuro Fuerte.
So let's get back into this week's reading of the book of Matthew, chapter 25. I'm reading from the English Standard Version, the ESV. And Matthew 25, 1 reads, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. And Spurgeon comments on verse 3, When the foolish took their lamps, they didn't take oil with them. There did not seem to be too much difference between them. They were all virgins. They all carried lamps. Their lamps were all lit. Perhaps the lamps of the foolish were as bright as those of the wise. The difference was unobservable to most onlookers, but it was an essential and fatal difference. The lack of oil is the ruin of many professing Christians' lamps. People may appear to have life, but lack the true life that is the effectual working of the grace of God within their souls. There is a glitter and a flash, but there is no permanency unless the Spirit of God is in us. We may make a fair show in the flesh for a while, but what will be the end of it? This is the all-important question. Can we hold on and hold out? Certainly not without that heavenly oil that only the Spirit of God can supply. And back to Matthew in verse 5. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. And Spurgeon comments on verse 18. But the man who had received one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. Since most persons have but one talent, they are the most often found saying, I have so little ability, I will not do anything. If I had five talents, I might become distinguished. If I had two, I might be useful. But with only one... I need not attempt anything. I am a private person, a mother, obscure with my little family around me. What can I do? 
It is often a strong temptation from Satan to those who have but one talent to make them think they may hide that one with impunity. And then the argument cuts the other way. If it is wrong to hide one talent, it is much more wrong to hide two and far worse to dig in the earth and bury five. Back to Matthew verse 19. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here, I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also who had the two talents came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here, I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward, saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here, you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I scattered no seed? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him, and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has will more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And Spurgeon comments on verse 32, All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, just as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. On the day when Christ comes, he will judge all nations. There will be gathered before him not only the Jews, to whom the law was given, but the Gentiles also. Not merely those nations who for many ages have heard the gospel, but also those to whom it will then have been lately published, for the kingdom of God must be published throughout all nations as a testimony against them. Everywhere Christ will have been preached, and then from all regions men will be summoned to stand before him. This refers not merely to all the living nations, but to all the nationalities that have passed away as well. Then those who perished before the flood will arise. Numerous Gentiles who have died are not lost. They will each answer to the roll call in the great day of the Lord. The earth, which is now becoming more and more a graveyard, will yield up her dead, and the sea itself will be transformed into a solid pavement. 
multitudes will be gathered together in the valley of decision. Joel chapter 3 verse 14. Their bones will come together and breath will enter their bodies anew and they will live once more. Even though they have slept long in the tomb, they will all arise with one impulse and have just one thought. I am about to appear before the judge. And back to Matthew verse 33. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you? or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, as you did not do it, to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. And that's the end of today's reading in the book of Matthew. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible, as well as today's cigar. Also, Groundworks Ministries for daily Bible studies and devotionals. Treats and Truth Ministry, where you can get involved in helping to spread the gospel to and be a blessing to the homeless, and the Burning Bush Merchandise Store, where you can pick up some items to help spread the word about the show. And if you know anyone who needs to hear this, please let them know about the podcast and help share the message of the Bible, the hope we have in Yeshua Messiah, Jesus Christ. If you'd like to contact me, you can email me at steve at theburningbushpodcast.com, which is linked in the show notes as well. So until next time, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless.